0: Welcome to this classic episode of the Black Life Pod. I'm Alex, and soon you'll hear from Marcus and Brian. On behalf of each of us on the show, we hope everyone enjoyed the holiday season, and we hope you're having a great new year. We'll begin releasing new episodes next week, and if these next few topics we have planned go the way I think they will, You're in for some thought-provoking, hilarious, and uncomfortable conversations. Because as you know, no topic is taboo. But before we get to those, we check the date, first Thursday of the year. We planned on not releasing an episode this week, but it's January 6th. So we thought it'd be a good time to revisit our episode on the events of January 6th, 2021. We were podcast novices at the time, but I still think it's a really good episode. I mean, we tried to piece some things together. Some of it we got wrong. A lot of it we got right. But I think it's interesting to look back and revisit that conversation. Stay tuned to the end of the show for an update on the status of the criminal cases and the investigation into the events of January 6th, 2021. Enjoy the show.
1: get to steal it from us. They don't get to tell us we didn't see what we saw. This is
0: an incredibly dangerous situation that's unfolding here in the United States. The government did this to us. We were normal, good, law-abiding citizens, and you guys did this to
1: us. Let's have trial by combat. Today is the day American patriots start taking down names and kicking ass. He could stop us.
0: He could stop it with one tweet, and he will not, because...
1: Frankly, he likes this. You broke it in Nancy Pelosi's office. Did Somebody did. I got pushed in. This isn't their Republican
2: Party anymore. This is Donald Trump's Republican Party. This is exactly what was said, but in no way is this a surprise. It has been fueled by the president's rhetoric. I fucking shot somebody.
0: Life. Welcome to this unfortunate bonus episode of the Black Life Pod. I'm Alex and as always I am joined by Marcus. What's up? And Brian.
1: What's going on?
0: So by now we should all have seen, heard, read about the violence, insurrection, terrorism, sedition or depending on how you look at it, those patriots on the Capitol on Wednesday, January 6th. Rather than immediately turning on the mics with our emotions on a thousand, we decided to take a few days to process what happened and then take a look at the response and talk about how we felt about it. We're recording this on Saturday, January 9th. So by the time my voice reaches your ears, I'm sure there'll be more new pertinent information. But for now, we're going to talk about how we feel as Americans but we'd be remiss if we did not discuss our thoughts as Black men, and also not to make light of the situation. But we probably gonna get some of these jokes off about these people. <laughs> so, what you think? What happened, dude? Marcus, we'll start with you. Let me, let's start <laughs> Go with ahead, you. Mark. Um, Go ahead, Mark. So you were—I'm assuming you
2: were at work, like initially when it all jumped yeah. off, right? Uh. I was dealing with like a crazy problem at work. It's pretty important, and then like my phone was just blowing up. But I didn't think I didn't think it was anything crazy because you know, usually you know at least got got everything. Uh, she holding the house down while I'm going. You know what I'm saying? But um, I started looking at some of these messages. <laughs> and I'm like, wait. So I remember like turning around. I remember turning around to the to. The, uh, um, you know, coworker of mine, I'm like, yo, they're storming the Capitol. <laughs> and he was just like, oh, yeah, man, it's pretty nuts. And I was just like, wait, what? What is going on? <laughs> so I start responding to uh, some of Elise mess messages and stuff. And I'm like, what is going on? And she, you know, she was giving me some details about it, but. Yeah, I'm sitting there like, we all just sitting here working and shit's going crazy outside. <laughs> you know, it was like, it was like the COVID <laughs> stuff all over again when people started slowly but surely uh, letting everyone else know at work that, like, people was getting sick and dying. And everybody started, like, you know, like, senses were raised <laughs> and people were going, like, you know, people were frantic. Right. And I'm just like, is that all over again? I'm, like, sitting there like, everyone's just Relaxed. And I'm like, I'm trying to figure... I'm trying to get some updated news, you know? Right. (laughs) What about you, Brian? Man, so
1: I was at work. And where I work at, it's about 10 minutes away from all this rioting and protests and everything like that. And we don't necessarily have... We don't have the ability to um, bring in, like, personal electronic devices where I work at. Um, Mm -hmm. And so, like, when you leave that... I guess when you leave that building... Then you can use your personal devices. So, like, I wasn't getting messages and shit earlier in the day. And it wasn't until my boss was like, All right, you guys have to leave and go home, go straight home. I'm like, What? Yeah, you're being, we're basically, we're evacuating the building because there's rioting going on at the state capitol. That's nuts. And so I didn't have all the details. And then I finally get home and my boss sends me a message like, Are you home? And I'm like, yeah. So then I finally like go on YouTube, or whatever, to look at the live news, and th- yeah, they're storming the Capitol. I'm sitting there like, what? It's like this ain't real. Like this can't happen here. Like what? What is right. going on? <laughs> he
2: said shit.
1: <laughs> I uh, I didn't know that there was an actual rally that Trump was doing that day, uh, during that same time period, basically hyping up his forces, right. as I'm gonna call it. Um, and basically telling them to march over there. Like, I I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know that until after the fact. And I was like, how did they not prepare for something like this when that's all the rallies are for is to hype up the crowd? What do you mean, (laughs) how could they not prepare? So, my thing is, is like, they knew that there was going to be a rally, right? Mm -hmm. They knew there was going to be a rally the same day on January 6th. They knew this. Generally, when there's, uh, when there's, a lot of protests going on, and you know it's, you know it's going to be a little wild because it was asked to be wild. People were asked to be wild by the president.
2: You, to me, that that this just gear up for what what could happen, right? Because we know we know some of these groups. We know some of these groups and how radical speaking they are. So when they, you know, why not why not beef up security for the Capitol a little bit more? Well,
1: yeah. but that's what I'm trying to get at. Generally, when there's protests, they do, because you, it has to be an organized protest.
0: Well, a couple, um, a couple, a couple things happen here. So, aside from the fact that, as far as the National Guard and certain elements of law enforcement, they have to be deployed and given, not deployed. Correct me if I'm wrong, uh, Brian, but they have to be given the word from the White House.
1: Am I right? In certain cases, yes, the White House has to give acknowledgement and approval.
0: The White House did not because the White House, specifically the president, was all about what was going on. So we have that on one hand. On the other hand, what I've also read, and this seems convenient to me, but let's go with it because this is what the official word is. So what happened this time around is you actually had local leaders in Washington hesitant to have that deployment of federal assets surrounding the Capitol um, because they want to avoid the images that we saw this summer. Mm-hmm. D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser sent a letter just a couple days before the riots in which she referenced this summer's deployment of
2: federal agents, and the aggressive tactics that they deployed on protesters.
1: No, that's just by coincidence. I think that's just an easy scapegoat because when it comes to, a, let's say Congress and protecting Congress and the amount of, the amount of effort that goes into for these types of scenarios. Mm-hmm. There's no excuse to say that, oh, because of public relations, we're not going to have, we're going to have a, not even the bare minimum of law enforcement available.
0: The videos I saw, there were a lot of cops, law
1: enforcement there. Right. But I guess what I'm trying to get at is, is that if it's a plan, if you, if it's a planned and they know it's planned, that there's going to be a lot of protesters in D.C., Law enforcement is heightened anyway. Mm -hmm. Again, part of their plan is to ensure the safety
2: of mm -hmm. everyone
1: that's there. And so to me, it's like they didn't even meet the minimum requirements to to effectively execute, let's say, protection of, of whatever important assets that were there. Um, all these federal buildings are protected by the Department of Defense. Right. To me, when you when you're going over, I guess, security planning for, let's say, a base, they plan for these types of scenarios all the time. The Capitol
0: Police treated this as just another regular Sunday protest outside the mall or downtown Washington, and that there were not significant reinforcements on hand. This was not any special plan other than putting up bike rack and and barriers to as a show of force to keep protesters away.
2: Yeah, so on the daily on the daily pod uh they were saying that uh you know People were on socials and and commenting about like, if you have weapons or something, or you know, don't take them on planes, don't take them on uh, public transportation, I'll come scoop you up. They're saying things like, well, if you want to bring a weapon with you, if you want to bring a gun or, or a knife or some other type of weapon, I can give you a ride in my car. Don't risk getting on a flight. I'll pick you up. Where are you? What town are you in? Can you make it to this interstate
1: highway? And there are Twitter threads of this conversation happening where they even discuss how much room they have in the trunk and how big is your gun case
2: and I'm like sitting here like in a in an era where we know that the fed's you know f b i and other officials are listening to that that type of stuff and looking at socials did they just not stumble upon any of that stuff and that's that's why that's why i'd have to side that's why I'd have to side with Brian on like on the prep because I guess. I guess I understand, like, not wanting to uh, provoke the protesters or, you know, whatever, rioters at that point, if you want to call it that. But uh, at that point, if you I would think that if you have access to that information and you know that it's a planned event and it's going to be to that extent, why would you not beef up security to protect the Congress? There clearly wasn't enough. Right. There, but we also
0: seen that some of these people let them in,
1: right? And that begs the question too: like, you know, what? Let's say they didn't have enough security detail there. At what point, though, do you start defending the asset?
0: Mm -hmm. The situation got out of hand.
1: But my thing is, is this like though? As to, to me, if you're if you're the security or law enforcement detail, and you're protecting the asset or assets in this case you're protecting um senior officials
0: are you protecting at, the officials or are you protecting the property
1: you're protecting both they're all important assets. Congress is an extremely important asset. The degree of force that should have been used I'm not saying individuals everyone should have been shot, but at the individuals that breached the building definitely should have been put down whether that means you know immobilized. Whether so are, are we to
0: believe that for some reason these cops weren't um, afraid for their life? Because we've heard that a lot. Oh, yeah, we've heard o- that a in lot. In other instances where, you know, yeah. one person's running away and the cop is scared, so they kill
2: him. <laughs> Why do you do that, dude? Why do you I say mean, that's like what happened. That, man. So a black person running away versus white people armed to the teeth right. running towards you, and yeah, you yeah, ain't put, put them down. down. Like, I, yeah, I, I yeah, think yo, well, I'm with it's you.
0: not it's not as cut and dry as they wanted them to right. get in. Right.
1: Yeah, but at the same but, right. time, but
0: there were clearly some people who didn't mind because they have selfies with these people. Right. So I, a, what yeah. I believe is that there there are there's a, a subsection of these people who didn't mind and who may have been in on it. There's a subsection of these cops who were like, we can't do anything anyway. At this point, let's back up. Cause the cops did back up. Let's back yeah, up and try to
1: did.
0: do something. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. And I also believe there's some of these cops who were just scared. Like, yo, I'm straight. I'm I, out. There was the, it, it's a combination. It, but the, but the problem is the ones who let them through. At best, they were overwhelmed and did not anticipate What they had been warned of for 10 days by Trump, in which he said even this morning he would join the protest and go to the Capitol.
1: To peacefully and patriotically make your voices heard. We're going to walk down and I'll be there with you and I'm going to be watching.
0: At best, they were overwhelmed. At worst, they uh, let this protest proceed unlike any other. Now, as far as uh, the situation in and of itself, I'm sure you guys looked at the videos of the people What videos did you see? Because the reason I'm asking because a lot of what we see, uh, like I tell you all the time, is curated. It's the algorithms. So, Brian, shortly, (laughs) which videos did you see? The uh, people before before they yeah
1: before like I saw videos of uh, President Trump, um, like clips of him and what he was saying during the initial rally.
2: Our country has had enough. We will not take it anymore, and that's what this is all about. And to use a favorite
1: term that all of you people really came up with, we will stop the steal. And um, that was what I saw the most. Um, I didn't see the whole speech, but I mean, I saw different excerpts of the of the of what he was saying to the people before. They went yeah, over:
0: One of the quotes I have here, he said quote, "You'll never take back our he's speaking to uh, the people.
1: there. Because
2: you'll never take back our country with weakness. You have to show strength and you have to be strong." He didn't,
0: he didn't, he didn't explicitly tell them to uh,
1: no, but where was that? He made a tweet a couple of days ago, basically and I, I got to find it verbatim.: The but tweet
0: is, And this is the end of the tweet. Big protests in D.C. on January 6th. Be there. We'll be wild.
1: (sighs) If there's one vote that is
0: fraudulent, that's enough for me. This isn't a research project. I'm not looking for statistically significant stuff. I'm looking for one evidence of voter fraud. Marcus, I know you were talking about you seeing some of the things that these people believe or.
2: Yeah. You know, I heard some, you know, some of the audio and, you know, looking at listening to some of the other podcasts out there. Um, Some of the stuff that people choose to believe, like we talked about this a while ago, but some of the stuff that people choose to believe just because, you know, I I don't know. I'm at the point now where I'm at a loss because I just don't understand how you get behind a group or an individual who time and time again, man, show us that. I mean, people do that shit all the time. But what I'm saying, what I'm saying is, it's it's so blatant that it's like I'm at a loss. Like usually, you sit here and you try to you try to explain people's reactions and and what they choose to and not to believe in. But I'm sitting here like, look at what he did. <laughs> like it's like, like
1: I I guess for me, you know, in this. Uh, this comes down to, you know, how much is your life for all these people, let's say, that were writing in uh, in D.C., right? How much is your life really going to change with the next president and the president you just had and the president before? The average person won't experience, I guess, the effects, the negative effects on their life. And but those are the people that are the most deployable or those are the people that are are, are so far extreme. But you, you, I got, don't.
0: you gotta look, you gotta look at why. The reason that America is so divided and we believe so many different things is because of the stuff that we take in. There's a whole network of these media outlets that peddles these things every single day. Fox News, Newsmax, um, own, what is it? One America News Network. They're repeating yeah. these, they're repeating these things to these people time and time again. This isn't something like you just see it and it's like, Oh, I wonder what that's about. You know what? Well, that's of course not. No, no it's, this has been it's going a, on for years. Right. Decades. Years. So it's, it's no surprise to me. I don't think, I don't think the average person should look at some of the shit that I've seen from these people. No. But it's incredible. So to, I understand why you guys say, you don't understand how they, but if you're inundated with these things day in and day out, it makes perfect sense to me.
1: But the thing is, it's like, they're only you're only inundated with these things. If you choose to do that, like, yeah, well, like you don't have to freaking stare at, let's say a news channel for hours on end. But like, Why would you, and, why
0: would you change it to something that you don't believe? Why would I stop listening to the music? I like to listen to some shit. I don't, it's the yeah, same the thing.
1: thing But it it, it should, I I think it's, to me, it's not the same thing. The process should be, you can still listen to what you want to listen to. You can still enjoy whatever it is that you enjoy, but understand that just like anything, there's different alternatives, opinions, beliefs that are out there and you're not correct.
0: But they, yeah, there's different alternatives, beliefs, and all that. That's all well and good, but they believe they, They think this stuff is true.
1: Oh, I, mean, I know. I, I know they're, they're this. not
0: looking at this right. stuff as as opinions. They're the way this is being portrayed to them is that it's true. So what's the point? And everything else is fake news, and that's coming from the president. We understand that the president is a lot of words. I'm not going to say here.
2: Fuck it, I'll say it. Insert words here
0: for for a group of people. He's everything to them. And he's the president. Uh, I don't we're, know su- why. We're suppo-
1: Jesus. We're supposed to Jesus. stop.
0: We're supposed to be able to look at the president for some sort of guidance. And some of us understand that this is a different type of guy. But there's others who he's been courting and who believes these things because he's the
2: president. He's the authority figure. That's, that's the divide that I can't explain. I, I get that people choose, when people choose to believe in something, it's like zero to a hundred. It's all or nothing. Like this is my belief and he's right. I'm backing him a hundred percent. I'm going to DC and I'm, we about to ride on this bitch. You know, like, you know what I'm saying? Like I get that, but I'm like, when, where's the, you know, we call it street smart. Like where's yeah. the, yeah, where's the common sense? Like if, if we storm this place and they decide to shoot us, even though we know that's not what happened, but if they if we ride up here and we storm Congress, like what if they just decide to unload on us and and drop the whole front row? I'm out, <laughs> you know. Like,
0: but they're gone. They're gone. This stuff has been building for
1: years. That's crazy,
2: though. That's what I every don't every
0: single day.
1: <sighs> well, this brings me to my next point. Like, okay. What was the purpose? They did exactly what yeah, he I wanted. Mean, I, I, interrupt, interrupt, yeah, interrupt! I know what the purpose. Yeah, I, mean, yeah I, I know what the purpose was. But I mean, at the same time, like, there's no end goal to any of this.
0: What do you mean? There's what? no end what goal. The end goal is Trump needs to be president forever. Yeah. That's the end goal. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: he needs to be president forever.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's a stupid goal. Yeah, but that is the
2: goal. But I think to Brian's see, point— See, the,
0: the problem—what but... what, what we want to do a lot of times with these people is apply some sort of logic and get yeah, into their can't, head. I know. Can't do I that. know. No, you can. You can to—see, what I believe is there What 70-plus million people voted for Trump, right? Right. There were not 70-plus million people at the Capitol. Not no. ev- Not everyone is that far gone. Oh, OK. There are are people there are people who are who are willing. And this this is another problem. But there are people who who are willing to vote for Trump despite all the bullshit because of a few things they believe in wholeheartedly. Right. There are Christians and evangelicals who are willing to overlook all of his sins and all of his indiscretions and all of his misdeeds because he puts judges on the court who oppose
1: abortion oppose mm-hmm. right which
0: so th- these this thing is so, there there are white people who are willing to overlook the racism because the racism doesn't affect them we know
2: that though
0: exactly we know that so but applying our logic to these people
1: it's not gonna the, the fringe it's, it's people like, it's yeah it's like interacting with Two-dimensional objects you just can't do it. Just, just.
0: Yeah, so, you know what I'm saying? So we can sit here and try to pick these people apart. And in a strange way, I get it. And I'm, I, this this is going to sound weird. But it is. But I hope I uh, explain myself fully. But um, to me, what I see in some of people's social media who I don't agree with, And people's social media who I do agree with. Everything is about a juxtaposition between the summer protests, Black Lives Matter, and what happened recently. Mm -hmm. See, the, the thing about it is not only as black men do we see the videos of police brutality that the wider American audience has just now been seeing for the past few years. Right. We also live these things. We live in that fear of police. We live with that fear of not coming home. So when we see Black Lives Matter, we understand the reason these people are out here protesting. Right? Right. Because we live these things. Let let me finish. Let me finish.
2: I was about to get into it now, dude.
0: This is our truth based in reality. These people's reality... As wrong as it is, and as much of a lie, as many lies as they're being told, that is their reality. Their reality is that America is being taken away from them,, yeah. and there's this shadow network of people who are trying to take everything away from Trump. It's so <laughs> stupid yeah. right? It's so
2: stupid, mm, it is.
0: but that's their reality. But the, that's, that's, pro- the problem is no one that they look to for guidance is willing to tell them the shit is wrong. Right. Trump Trump could say, could say, yo, they still the election, they still in the election, we go march. But don't do anything violent. That's all he had to say. Yeah. And he would have did it. That's all he had to say. As much as he lies, that's all he had to say. On top of that, these senators, these House members, rather than saying, yo, I know he lost. We want him to win. Biden beat him. You know what? This is what we're going to have to do. We just, we have to do X, Y, Z. But they indulge these people. Yeah, These people are being indulged every single day. So what? what do we expect to happen?
1: I mean, I get it, but I mean, you're saying that this is their reality, and it's just at some point you just—I don't know. I feel like a lot, most people should be able to to read between the lines and say, "Hey, regardless of what you know, the person you're looking up to is saying." At some point, you realize that just doesn't sound right, and when it comes down to back to what I was saying earlier, is that. All these people that I've lived, most of these people at these, at this protest have lived through three or four presidents. Mm-hmm. And again, how much has their life changed? It doesn't, they, it doesn't,
0: it doesn't matter. They're what? They're consuming these things every day, uh, dog. Man. Dog, I know hundreds of songs when I hear them because I've listened to them hundreds and thousands of times. It's the same thing. They're taking this stuff in hundreds of thousands of times.
2: I think what Brian, maybe what you're trying to say is like these people can't. Even though it's something you believe, and you're taking in all this garbage day after day, at some point, once you see something like an event like this happen, or you know an event that we've seen in the past happen, like last year, at what point do you step away and say, "Okay, this shit is getting kind of nuts," or
1: like because I, I feel like this this incident isn't is a prime example of that it's yeah. like this wasn't patriotism this was a terror this is terrorism this is this what
0: was... they're being told is patriotic they're taking the country back right. and, from but the taking grips it back... of the deep state all this more evidence of the radical
2: Dems and the deep state's awesome control of our permanent bureaucracy of our federal government but then but to brian's point like to what to what point because then are right, everyone leaves okay wow Gotcha. You know, we interrupted, you know, we interrupted the shit. You know, we stormed your house. What's up, dude? And then everybody's like, and then he says, all right, everybody go home. You know, the deed is done. You know, mission's over. Mission complete. Everybody go home. And then, boom, here we are. Here we are. Yep. <laughs> you know, it's... Every,
1: everybody who's at, who, who 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 breached into the state capitol needs to be arrested mm-hmm. and needs to be put in prison. Aren't they get names of people uh, or there, something? There have
0: been... There have been, well, the FBI has a website if you have any tips or videos. Yeah, yeah there's been like so 70 so people. Forth. There's been but 80, I mean, 82 is the latest number as of today. They're arresting folks. It's slower than we would all like it to be. Right. But as they always tell us when, you know, a cop accidentally kills someone, yep. let's let the process play out. Yep, yep, yep. Right.
1: Yep. Let's wait for the facts. Wait for the facts. Yeah,
0: I don't know how many more facts we (laughs) need.
1: Yeah, for real. You got people, you got people inside, like, you got
2: people inside. These are, it's not like they professionals. (laughs) You know, they inside with cameras, posts and stuff. Yo, he's gonna love this. (laughs) Yo,
0: I didn't even want to get to. The way these fools are acting know, this man. soon, but oh my yo,
2: God. y'all, y'all live, y'all live streaming. Live streaming. Come on, yo, dog. y'all take
0: pictures. You, yo, did
1: you did you see that person who was climb, I guess, trying to climb some wall and fell? Nah, <laughs> no, but that sounds wonderful. <laughs> this shit was hilarious. That I got to send that to y'all. That was hilarious. Yeah, the,
0: these these people who breached, um, is breached the right word.
2: Breached is the right word. I'd say so, not, yeah. Because it was an, an attempt, an attempt to <laughs> secure the area. Because
0: we, we, <laughs> we've also, we've also seen uh, the some of the law enforcement officials taking selfies with
1: the exa- yeah, being part of the fun, letting people just in. It was a nice little friendly video?
2: gathering, dude.
1: He was there. There was a barricade, and he opened the barricade for all of them to run through. So you know, with with the with the police too, and as as all these facts come out, like should some of these police be also held accountable as well? So to
0: my larger point, um, I I go pretty deep into some of this stuff, and I just keep it in my head for times like these, and I go back to the page and see what's up. So um, as early as 2006, there was an FBI intelligence intelligence assessment titled white supremacist infiltration of law enforcement. Uh, It's like 10 pages. So here are some of the bullet points I want y'all to hear. So although white supremacist groups have historically engaged in strategic efforts to infiltrate and recruit from law enforcement communities, current reporting on the temps reflects self-initiated efforts by individuals, particularly among those already within law enforcement ranks, to volunteer their professional resources to white supremacist causes with which they sympathize. The primary threat from infiltration of recruitment arises from the areas of intelligence collection, exploit and exploitation, which can lead to investigative breaches and jeopardize the safety and law enforcement sources and personnel. White supremacist presence among law enforcement personnel is a concern due to the access they may possess to restricted areas vulnerable to sabotage and to elected officials or protected persons whom they could see as potential targets for violence. In addition, white supremacist infiltration of law enforcement can result in other abuses of authority and passive tolerance of racism within communities served. This was 2006 that this was written. So, is it a coincidence that some of these officers seemingly just let people in?
2: Nah, not at all. I don't think so.
1: Not at all. I'm sure they were part of. They was with that shit, dude.
0: And I'm 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 just going by what the FBI said. I mean one one could make that conclusion but I don't know.
1: Right. Yeah, I mean based off of what was seen, that definitely seems like it. So I've
0: noticed as the as the days have gone on, we've slowly seen the vocabulary shift in just a couple words, what would
2: what would you call it, Marcus? A terrorist attack. Brian.
1: dang, you took mine. Yeah, I was going to say it's okay it is. okay for us to agree. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'm agreeing. It's a terrorist attack. Yeah.
2: It's a terrorist attack. Well, what. I, I have. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, I was going to say what, the reason I define it that way, though, is because, I mean, it was a, it was a planned attempt, right? Or a planned event, right? So
0: domestic terrorism is defined by the FBI okay. as violent criminal acts committed by individuals And or groups to further ideological goals stemming from domestic influences, such as those of a political, religious, social, racial or environmental nature. So, yeah, we saw violence and criminal acts. Correct. Am I correct?
1: Yeah, correct.
0: We saw a a group of individuals. Correct. Correct. Saw all of them's. The president is a domestic influence of a political nature, correct?
1: Correct. Yep.
0: So my question is, I mean, it's all there. Walks like. What do we call these <laughs> yeah. people?
1: And, right, and that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> yeah. it, a large part of that, as you said, it was in hopes of attaining political or religious aims, and that was that was the key thing to define that this was uh, domestic terrorism. You
2: forgot D, all of the above, right? <laughs> So,
0: Wait.
1: go ahead.
2: I, I actually haven't
1: seen too many articles stating that this was a terrorist attack. <laughs> so, um,
0: <laughs> Joe Biden called it, uh, the president elect called it a domestic terrorism. Don't dare call them protesters. They were a riotous mob, insurrectionist, domestic terrorists. It's that basic, it's that simple. You know, we've heard for years. Um, that we need to call it what it is, and so we've we've heard Islamic terrorists and yeah. Islamic extremists, and because this is what they do. So the question is,
1: what are these? Are they Trump terrorists? Trump, I was gonna say Trump terrorists. Are they white terrorists?
2: That too. Well, uh, a term that I used, a term <laughs> that I or a term that I learned the other day, you know. Because I'm not so privy to the information, but uh, Trumpers, I was like, I've heard a couple people say that now, and I'm like, the hell is that? Why do they keep calling them that? <laughs> I was yeah, like, oh, okay. The, the thing it's about Trumpers.
1: Trumpers
0: doesn't
2: doesn't no, fully explain. No, no, no. It sounds like the, some shit up of
1: SNL.
0: It doesn't fully explain the depth to which these people are willing to go. To give you a little does. more context, in uh, July of 2019, the FBI director Christopher Ray testified that, quote, a majority of the domestic terrorism cases that we've investigated are motivated by some version of what you might call white supremacist violence, but it includes other things as well. As recent as October of 2020, last year, about a month before the election, the Department of Homeland Security released a report titled Homeland Threat Assessment, it's like 26 pages. Google it. You should read it. A little piece of it. And this is written by um, uh, Chad Wolf, the secretary says, quote, as secretary, I am concerned about any form of violent extremism. That is why we designed our programs to be threat agnostic, ensuring we can combat a broad range of domestic threats. However, I am particularly concerned about white supremacists. Violent extremists, who have been exceptionally lethal in their abhorrent targeted attacks, in recent years. Additionally, on page eighteen, uh, the topic on that page is what they call DVEs, which is short for domestic violent extremists. It says, "quote Among DVEs, racially and ethnically motivated violent extremists." specifically white supremacist extremists, which they call WSEs, will remain the most persistent and lethal threat in the homeland. A couple lines down, it says since 2018, they have conducted more lethal attacks in the United States than any other DVE movement.
1: I believe that. Yeah. So
0: you combine all of that information from the FBI, from the Department of Homeland Security. We have uh, them saying as early as 2006 that white supremacists have infiltrated law enforcement and continue to do so. We have as recently as October, three months ago, where the Department of Homeland Security under President Trump says that they're the most persistent threat. Coincidence. For coincidence, not. I think not.
2: Fact: 70% of social
1: media users say it is stressful and frustrating talking politics with people they don't agree with. In one in five, admit a political argument has damaged a friendship. Nearly half of social media adult users feel worn out by political posts and then discussions that can go on all day because you keep going back and forth. And if you do decide to have a political discussion, challenge different views respectfully. Sometimes it's as simple as saying, like, I don't agree with you, and it's okay. Try to understand other points of view instead of trying to convince them of yours. Hear them out. And if all else
2: fails, there you go. Agree to disagree.
0: I, I know of people who you wouldn't like the way they treat you you couldn't possibly think that they're that far gone cuz they're so nice to me in my face
1: right right
0: but then the do you look at social media yeah and it's just completely different
2: yeah sometimes so it's you hard don't to really digest know somebody, but, do you? but
0: it's 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 just well, I don't, I don't know. How do you, especially after something like this, it's one thing for all of these years, like Trump's a doof and the people that generally follow him are doofs. But to see someone that you thought <laughs> was a fairly stand-up person succumb to this type of ideology,
1: how does that feel? I mean, go ahead.
2: Um, it's a... Like I said, it's hard to digest. It's almost like a—you uh, don't necessarily really know somebody truthfully. But I try. The way I try to navigate through it is, you know, it, it's a glimpse of that person. You know, it's a—it's you know, I—I'm trying to deal with it myself. You know, we don't necessarily people close to me or who I'm related to know and love. You know, you don't necessarily have to believe in the same thing to get along. Can we try to keep it cordial? But I understand people, you know, who believe in it, in uh, this being so wrong that, you know, they they believe that they're trying to save an individual because they care about them so much. But how far do you go? Do you ruin the relationship? Or do you try to save what you can, you know, to the point where you see yourself just being silent and trying to cope with the fact that this person doesn't believe in the in the same. You're not morally aligned. That with, that's that's the way to put it. You're not morally aligned, man. So. I was just gonna Go say
1: ahead. like I, I just think it's uh, maybe because i'm we're getting older, and I don't know if it's just the maturity that's talking or just my lack of just not caring, but uh, you know i I feel like we're at an age now where most individuals that we interact with uh, we're not we know we're not gonna agree, and I'm not gonna agree with y'all on everything, but we can sit here and have a conversation about it, right when it comes to the point to where you know I'm talking with somebody who has the exact opposition of, of whatever opinion or belief that I have, you know, and they, they don't want to have a conversation at that point then you just shut the hell up because if you yeah. don't want to have a conversation and you just think that your belief, like you carry this ethnocentric belief that you, you are, you are perfect and your belief is perfect and no one else is and then get the fuck out of here. There's no reason to, to me that's just a very immature way of thinking I don't care how old you are how knowledgeable you are how many credentials you have. If you can't sit there and have a conversation with someone peacefully about the differences and try to understand where they're coming from or how they're feeling, then get shut the fuck up. Like, there's no reason for you to talk. And I'm getting a little irritated about it because it's just like, why are you spending so much energy trying to think that your life and the way you live in is, is the greatest? Because it's not. This goes back to... You know, again, let's say with the President of the United States, you're trying to t- make America great again for what? America's great. Despite all the shit that we that we live through as black men or or as minorities or um, wh- whatever it is, America is great. It hasn't been, you know, it, it, we have a lot of growth that we need to, to do. Yeah, of course we do. But I mean, to say that we're trying to make it great again, right, or make it great again again. For
0: me, I I feel bad for these people. Why? Because because not not I, and this is not to excuse what they did. They're terrible people. But I feel bad because they are being lied to, day in no, and day out. Day in and day out, and they're naive enough to believe it.
1: Well, why do you feel bad for them then?
0: Because it's 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 no different than
1: if I
0: tell my child something to protect her feelings. Yeah, but it's it's this it's no no no. no, no. See, it doesn't matter who it is, dog. People lie to people every day, but the lies generally don't result in terrorist
1: attacks. I don't feel sorry for your own country.
0: You don't have to. This is my time. You spoke I'm your piece.
1: Saying, I'm just letting
0: you, you know. spoke your piece. I know.
2: But. I think he more, you're more so saying that you feel sorry for them being, they're just being they're, manipulated. Yeah, and You feel yeah, bad. People
0: are being manipulated.
2: This is not to. I'm like right in the middle. I'm with no, Brian Tudor. I, I, like, I
0: get that. I get that. I feel bad for some of. Yeah, I'm not. I'm yeah, not yeah, don't yeah. get it twisted. I'm not watching this thing no, saying, no. oh, look at those poor white people.
2: No. I feel so <laughs> bad for them.
0: I'm not saying right. that. Right. Just overall, there is a subset (laughs) of this population who is being lied to and manipulated on a daily basis, and they can't get out of it. And it's sad, but more so than it being sad, it's terrifying. (laughs) Because it's come to this. Go ahead. They already tried to kidnap the governor of Michigan. Yeah, like man. two or three months ago, they tried to kidnap the governor of Michigan. These people are gone. And yeah,
1: the
2: wait, only
0: wait, wait, reason wait. they're gone is because they're being fed these things from people they look to for guidance.
2: And this Back is to the point of manipulation. I feel sorry for like people hitting me. We know.
0: You interrupted me back, four well, fucking times. Hit, I know. just told you before the podcast, <laughs> don't interrupt me. <laughs>
2: Damn. Damn, I just wanted to say that some people, a couple people hit me saying that they was embarrassed by white people, dude. That's all I was trying to say. Yeah, me too. (laughs) (laughs) And
0: and, then as far as like for us and, you know, the black people we talk about, like a a lot of it is about how they would have reacted, how cops and stuff would have reacted had that been us and all that good stuff. And then also part of it is, I don't know about y'all, but I saw it. Before I saw the, the extent to which it went, I saw it and was like, uh, <laughs> white people are acting up again. Nothing's going to happen. Right. <laughs> but then I, once yeah. I saw the, right, exactly how bad it was, it's was like, whoa. But then what was interesting was white people's reaction juxtaposed to my reaction. Cause I was like, that's terrible. But I was also yeah. like, eh, not surprised. <laughs>
2: yeah yeah which it made me feel weird though because like i'm you know you see people's reaction and how how passionate they were but you see other people attack the people that are passionate about what was going on in dc and then i'm sitting here left to believe i'm like why are they so what is going on Is Oh no, they get they get it now. They see how they get how we feel about what was going on last summer. So, I I guess I just understood more so than the people that were lashing out at. You mean you understand? AM. I don't, I don't get it. Explain a little bit more. So I saw I saw you know some posts and some people comment and lashing out at at people that used to be close friends and uh and I was sitting here confused because like I understood I understood the passion behind it but I was under, I didn't understand why um uh, they couldn't just respectfully disagree and so while I agreed with some of the things that uh one individual was saying to the other I guess I just didn't agree with how they went about it because to me, it would have been a relationship that was worth saving, yeah, it was a relationship worth saving I,
0: but but that but, but th- what that what that shows is just and like I've been saying the whole time how far gone some people I've
2: are. talked I've talked to friends and and we've had uh differing opinions, but I guess um I guess I never really imagined if it was like a a parent you know or somebody if i had to talk to them and and find out at this point we have a difference in opinion that runs so deep like, that runs so deep yeah. yeah but even
1: then if it's yeah. not affecting your life then why do you fucking care that much
0: what are you talking about
1: like how, how is your opinion you of something let's say for whatever reason right that uh my political opinion was different from yours on a specific subject and you are on one far side and I was on the other side of the spectrum we get in arguments or whatever yeah. it is but at the end of the day like again why does it matter like why am i getting that upset that, because
0: you, that you're, you don't you're on the far side but but that's you can't you can't you can't tell me that Billy Jean isn't the greatest song ever recorded in the history of music i am radical when it comes to that there is nothing you can <laughs> right. do, nothing you can play that's what, purple yeah. to change my mind. Nothing. I don't, I love you, Brian. Nothing no, you can do because I am radical, radical about man. that particular song.
1: Right, but that's, yeah. not, that's not the that's thing. Is, exactly I know radical. it's not the
0: same thing, but it's the same mindset. So it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter about th- these are things that people believe to their core. Like Marcus said, these are morals these people right.
2: hold.
1: I get right. that, but I guess I'm. Mean, I guess what I'm trying to get it is why would you let that? Why would you let that ruin something more important
2: to you?
0: Be, because it's not more important anymore.
2: Right. Just, if you're a radical, if you're a radical about it, about what you believe in, and you, like Alex said, you're on the far well, side, fuck, I don't fuck you with know, of the spectrum. Like that, so.
0: Yeah, see, because you're radical Wait, about not fucking with
2: Yeah, a <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You just yeah, answered your hell? own question. <laughs> yeah, I don't even have to explain <laughs> shit no more. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just, I've witnessed a lot of that in the past few months, and uh, it's getting harder and harder, you know, only because, man, it's just something that. It's like Alex said, it's like we look at it and it's just like, huh, it's kind of (laughs) crazy, you know, but like. It's not it's not a new it's not a new thing to us, so I feel kind of. I feel like when people, you know, when I've had these conversations, people come to me and talk to me about it. It's just kind of my response has been kind of lackluster just because it's nothing that I'm surprised about. And the passion behind some of the things said, I'm not surprised at that because I know what that looks like, I know what that feels like.
0: Mm-hmm. I've, I've I've been watching this so, stuff brew from a distance, so right. none of this surprises me. It it's shocking that it got to that point, but the fact that it happened, right. I just went on about my day until later.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah, because we we
0: we've been seeing we've been seeing this progress for, for years and not everyone pays attention to it and I pay attention to it more than I should but partly because I live in Michigan who has uh the highest uh number of militias and other extremist groups in the country so it's important for me to pay attention to it so you know but like you say it's 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 right. insane just how far gone off yeah. the reservation we are
2: Yeah, man, it's really sad, too, because it's, like I said, uh, there's relationships that I would have thought were worth saving, but I don't know.
0: Thank you for taking the time to kick it with us on this classic episode of The Black Life Pod. As of January 6th, 2022, over 700 people have been arrested for crimes related to the events of January 6th, 2021. Over 150 people have pled guilty. Of the 71 people sentenced thus far, fewer than half have received prison time, with the median prison sentence being 45 days. There is currently a House Select Committee investigating the events of January 6th. More than 300 witnesses have been interviewed, over 50 subpoenas have been served, and over 35,000 pages of records have been collected. The 45th president is in court trying to prevent the committee from collecting 800 pages of official records and communications related to January 6th, 2021, with his lawyer arguing that the committee is acting beyond the scope of its authority. The committee has been tasked with writing reports and making recommendations for policy changes on how to prevent a similar situation from occurring again. There have been some wild revelations that have come from this committee's work. And if that's something you're interested in, we have a couple links in the show notes. We'll be back next week with a fresh episode for the new year that will dissect some more of this craziness that is life. Love yourself. Love one
1: another. Till next time.